0: Now, it's time to talk technology. We're always very interested in all sorts of tech, high tech and low tech that can improve the lives of blind and partially sighted people. Well, for a couple of years now, I've been looking at one particular system called Wayfinder, being pioneered by the Royal London Society for the Blind, and the tests so far have all been good. Indeed, it's now become an award winner as well. Now, joining me to talk a little bit more about the technology is Tom Pay, who's the Chief of the Royal London Society for the Blind. Tom, thank you for joining us.
1: You're very welcome.
0: Now, 21st century, Tom, technology making a bigger impact almost on a, on a weekly or monthly basis for people with visual impairments. So tell me a little bit about Wayfinder.
1: Well, Wayfinder is a system that uses off-the-shelf technology to support blind people getting around and navigating in It arose, first of all, because... A number of younger blind people got together, part of our youth forum, and they wanted to change London. They wanted to make London the most accessible city in the world for blind people. Of course, one of the big problems in London is going around and the London Underground if you're blind. It's just a maze of tunnels and moving trains. So they thought, well, why don't we get somebody to develop an app? That will help us to navigate around London Underground, and it started from there. So we got together with a top development company, a digital design company called Us2, and we developed a system using Bluetooth beacons to communicate with your own smartphones or your iPhone or your Android phone. And each beacon is on a particular route that you have predetermined. And it tells you whether to go forward, to go backwards, or you're going to do meter stairs, or you're going up an escalator. And eventually it'll guide you to the platform you want. Since then, it's kind of mushroomed. Not only has it won the third sector award, which we're very proud, but it's been given major awards in over seven countries in the world, including America, Canada, Australia, France, and Germany as the product of the 21st century so far. So, you know, we're really excited about it. And the latest news is that the International Telegraphic Union, which is part of the UN, has agreed that they're going to publish the standard. So Wayfinder will become a worldwide standard, and we think it will be installed in many, many places around the world.
0: It's fantastic news, Tom. we talk about GPS technology and satellite navigation technology that blind yeah. people can use, but something which can work indoors, although not relatively new, one of the crucial things you said there, Tom, was off-the-shelf technology. So you're not reinventing the wheel.
1: Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, if you want to be really flash about it, you can buy yourself a uh, set of bone-conducting earphones, and yeah, because that leaves your ears free. Uh, And they get those for about £20. So the additional expense to use it is £20. Google gave us a grant of a million dollars. So we set about testing and developing this, and it's working really well. Transport for London have just been awarded internally a further £250,000 to complete the technical testing and to make sure that it doesn't interfere with other equipment in the stations. And at the end of it, we will have a recipe which will allow installation in other parts of the world. So today, we have just completed tests in Sydney. We're about to begin tests in Washington and in Los Angeles. And there's many other countries. If we had the resource, we could be in at least seven other major locations. So this is the way of the future. And it all started with blind people wanting to change their world, and I think it's fantastic.
0: It's great, Tom. I mean, the fact that myself as a a cane user, guide dog owner, could go to an underground station, and I'm well aware how... Difficult some of the London tube station can be to navigate independently. So I can go in with my smart device and I could get to the correct platform and just get yeah. on the train without any assistance.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, clearly, what we don't want to do is to allow transport providers off the hook just because there's an automatic solution that they can withdraw personal assistance, right? However, yes, for you and for I and for most blind people we will be able to get to wherever we want with the minimum of assistance indeed just with our mobile phone. I think it is great. I've used it and I can't wait for it to be rolled out across London, which is the intention of uh, Transport for London. And of course, if it gets rolled out across London, why can't it be in Edinburgh and in Glasgow, in Leicester or Northampton? It can be, it is a gold standard product. And the fact that the International Telegraphic Union picked it up. They see it as a significant part of implementing the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. So we would be hoping that it will become part of the auditing process for countries when the UN is looking at their compliance to that particular treaty.
0: It is fantastic news, Tom. What's it like though? The thing that I'm interested in is when someone goes to a station, you know, having the confidence, you know, to rely on a piece of technology, not to seek out a staff member. Is that a bit yeah. of a barrier to get over in the first instance?
1: You said the right word confidence. You know, and one thing we're not, blind people, is we're not idiots. We've hit enough lampposts and fallen down enough stairs to know that we need to test things out and we need to learn and we need the training so that we have the confidence to use it. Once we get past this initial development phase, that's the next thing we're going to be doing, is we're going to insist that this becomes part of standard mobility training for all blind people because this is going to become a widespread system. It costs so little to put it in. You know, The most complicated station in London is Euston Station and we titted out Euston station for less than 50 grand, which in transport times is nothing. So there is no economic barrier to transport providers, environment owners, putting this in, and it's going to help blind people. It helps print disabled people. So you don't have to just be blind. You could be a Japanese tourist in the UK, confused by signs. This would tell you where to go. You could have dyslexia. You could have a learning difficulty. Or indeed, in fact, older people have said one of the things that they find confusing in fast moving environments is having to read signs and interpret the direction. Yeah? So it's going to happen to a lot of people, this. But training and confidence is the key.
0: Tom, it says a fantastic piece of technology will continue to follow its growth. But if people would like more information on Wayfinder, where can they go for that?
1: Well, we're setting up a community. We want blind people. This is a product designed by blind people for blind people. It's going to be open, so it's going to be continuously designed forever in the day, continuously improved. So www.wayfinder.com, and you will find the community. Please join up. Give us your email address, and we'll make you part of the community. You can add your comment in and be part of designing a product that's going to change the world for the rest of
0: us. Tom P, thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you.